0: Welcome to another episode of By the Railside Podcast Movie Review. I'm Zach. With me today, I got Jordan.
1: I'm Zach. And Jeff. I'm Jordan.
0: And this week, we reviewed the movie The Life of Pi. And before we get into that, don't forget to follow us on social medias uh, at By Railside for Twitter and By the Railside uh, on Instagram, as well as following us here. On Spotify, Anchor, and other podcast places where the show can be located. Now, Jordan, take away the description.
2: All right. So we got a quick, quick description of pi. We got three point one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four three three eight three two seven nine five zero. No one's going to stop me. <laughs> no. I've got like I 100 digits here. Yeah. I want to read
1: all. <laughs> no. The life of what? The... What? Okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, w- without reading it, what? how many digits of pi do you know? Uh,
0: it's
1: like five. Two? 3.1415. Okay. I know one or 3.14159265358, one five I think. And that's what I got. Yeah. I okay, continue. Nine. Okay. <laughs> six. Th-
2: The Life of Pi is a survival story of a boy and a tiger on a boat in the open sea. After surviving a shipwreck after tempting the gods, uh, on his way from India to Canada with his parents, a brother, and their zoo animals, the boy learns to survive by feeding the tiger fish in order not to become the last meal of said tiger. Thank you, Adul Saleh, for that lovely description.
0: Yeah. And... The tiger's name is Dick Parker.
1: <laughs> he parks it's his dick?
0: Yeah.
2: Sometimes. He dick is.
0: Parker. He parked it in that hyena. For sure. All right. What did I think of the movie? Thanks for asking.
2: I don't want to hear your thoughts on the movie just okay. yet. Because you were just talking about uh, Dick Parker plugging a hyena. <laughs> he
0: probably did. A dead
2: hyena. I, okay. Yeah. Well, you tell us about your uh, your thoughts on the movie. Let me Are just you looking at hyena something. rape? No. No.
0: Oh yeah, we can't talk about rape. We lost uh, 30% of our female viewers the last time we were discussing rape. It's too real for me. <laughs> <laughs> can't say that.
2: No, I'm just saying, it's a very real thing that women have to
0: deal with on a daily it's true. basis. And men do too. Men have it pretty bad because they can't come or forward. And
1: non-binary.
2: They, I mean, they can't come forward, it's just a lot of other men will mock them for it. because uh, Apparently, getting raped means you're not manly. Yeah. I don't get it. Neither. I thought crying made us not manly. Yeah. Anyways, back to life. Why? <laughs> Stop going.
0: He's
2: got the tangents.
0: Uh, I enjoyed this movie. I liked it. Uh, I honestly, it, it's based on a book, and I have not read the book. I wanted to read the book. Uh, this week before I watched it, but then. Uh, my head office came to town to visit for my my job, and I got distracted uh but the visuals of this movie were awesome, minus like the whole sometimes real animal sometimes fake animal uh in the beginning that kind of bugged me but uh um throughout when he's having like his mental breakdowns throughout the movie and and uh hallucinating and stuff like that. And the the scenes with the jellyfish were great. The island um, that he found were awesome. And the fact that near the end, like, he, he tells this giant story. And then he tells a different story to the insurance company of the boat. And it seems so, like, you can't tell which one actually happened. Because you don't want to, you want to believe the one with the tiger is the one that occurred because that one seems more happy and more joyous. But when you think of humanity as a whole, the, the story that they wanted was more real and more vicious. But overall I thought it was a great film and, uh, the actors in it are fantastic. Um, Kid who played young Pie was good. Irfan uh, Khan, who played adult Pie, and was partial narrator, he's awesome. R. I. P. Unfortunately, he died. Yeah. When? Uh, last year. Oh, fucker. Yeah, that's why I said too. I was like, how? Why? No, he's actually, he was actually really good. I really he enjoyed him. He's in quite a bit of stuff, including Jurassic World.
2: In my dreams. Yep, he's the narrator of my dreams as well.
0: But yeah, always in the Amazing Spider-Man too.
2: That's amazing. Yeah,
0: came out the same year as Life of Pi. Probably did a little bit better, but yeah. So what do you What did you guys think?
1: What did you guys think? Uh, Jeff. I don't remember the book much at all. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I don't uh, remember the movie. <laughs> oh, no. I, I literally just finished watching it. I full day totally it. But uh, I don't remember much of uh, the book at all because I read it in high school. And I don't remember if uh, Pi tells the second story in the book or if that was like part of our fucking essay we had to do because everything in English class is like symbolism bullshit, right? So I remember them talking about like were the tigers or were the animals really there or was it uh, uh, something else but I don't think he actually tells the second story in the book and I mean there's a lot of differences between the book and the movie. It's whatever That's you can't 100% convert uh, movies into film without making them like 16 hours long. But the i had like a real problem with a lot of the cgi in this movie like the boat looked ridiculous the animals in a lot of scenes look ridiculous like even the opening where they're just showing like animals wandering around in a zoo they just like i don't know why they just like decided to cgi a fucking elephant in there like you couldn't find an elephant to just film walking like what the fuck was that
2: no it's too cool uh
1: and like some of the animations were were good And some of them were not. It was like a very, very stark contrast between, like, their team of animators. Some of them were good, and some of them were just like, what the fuck? Like, the first time he met Richard Parker, that thing's proportions were fucking whack. That thing had way too big of a head for the fucking body on it. There's no way that that thing would, like, be able to fucking walk properly. Its nose would be in the ground because its head's laying it down. Yeah. Um, then there's like a lot of weird details also I have no idea if bananas float so I don't know if that guy calling him out uh, is right or not so someone could probably look that up while I'm holding my microphone I, I
2: already looked it up because I wanted to find out if he was talking nonsense and he fucking was. bananas do
1: float do they? okay um, uh, and then there's like the obvious like what the fuck's in this movie like the <laughs> when the boat is first in the storm or whatever. If you look in the background, the waves are like fucking hundred foot waves and whatnot. And the boat is barely moving. The actors making it seem like the boats going all over the place, but they filmed it like the fucking, uh, uh, camera is just bolted to the boat and just following it. So you don't see it move at all. Just the person's falling back and forth. I found that to be really, really shittily done. Um, then there's like all the the weird weird bullshit in it, like the uh, uh, the tiger just being defeated by a tarp for some reason. The hyena being defeated by the same tarp. The the tiger clearly got its claws into the tarp. It would be able to pull itself up. They can climb trees. It's not going to be defeated by a goddamn tarp, right? So like, <laughs> what the fuck? At at the very least it would just get its claws into it and just rip it to shreds if it's trying to pull it up. Like, there's no reason the tiger could not get to the dude when he's sitting on a fucking tarp. It's just like, the uh, Which, n- now that I'm just, like, ranting about all the stupid shit about the actual animal, it makes you think that if this was intentional or not, I don't remember if the tiger was defeated by a tarp in the book or not, but it makes you wonder if it's just bad storytelling or if it's just evidence towards the tiger not actually being there and it being his family right which it could very well be but make it a little more subtle than the tiger is defeated by a tarp like come on (laughs) that triggered me to no end every time that happened in the movie i just it enraged me there was no reason for that uh, as for the, like, actual story itself and the content of the story, uh, I thought it was okay. The tiger getting seasick and whatnot. I, I know, I don't know if animals can get seasick. Did you look that one up, Jordan?
2: Uh I didn't look it up, but I just assumed that because uh, it's it's due to equilibrium shift. Like, the, or the imbalance yeah. in equilibrium that they would be able to
1: yeah. Okay. I just looked it up. It says turns out most most animals do get sick quickly. Okay. But like that's all. That that was neat. How they had the uh, the hyena. I think the orangutan puked and the uh, the tiger all puked. The zebra like could barely move because it busted its leg. Right. So that was whatever. But the one thing that did kind of uh, annoy me was when the hyena was still chilling on the boat. Um. The hyena or the the zebra didn't kick at the hyena until the hyena bit it. Like the the, it it made its noise and kinda like bared its zebra teeth at it, but it didn't kick at the hyena. It just like had no defense mechanisms. I know one of its legs were broken, but you have like three others, right? So that was kinda weird. And the noises in that initial, like when all four of the animals on the boat uh the noises just Seemed off to me. The hyena didn't really sound like a hyena. The zebra didn't really sound like a zebra. And I have no idea what noise an orangutan makes, but that's not what I imagined. That one might be accurate. I'm not sure.
0: No, I think orangutans have like it's it's deeper. Like yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure. Like if you watch Planet of the Apes, like the new one by uh, with Andy Serkis in it, like that orangutan was pretty like he was beefy, a lot bigger than uh, than orange juice. But, uh, yeah, he had a much deeper uh, thing. That that almost sounded like a spider monkey or something.
1: Yeah. And the, the sounds for the tiger are pretty well done because tigers are in a lot of movies, so they, they have a lot of sound clips. But then they use, like, the same five sound clips for the entire movie. Like, they did the generic, roar, and they just, they're like, that one's real good. We'll only use that one when he's aggressive. <laughs> it's like, I mean... Yeah, but come on. <laughs> I mean, that makes so, make know.
2: sense cuz you can't really give a tiger direction. Be like, "Okay, can you give me one more but like a little more this time?" I mean, the
1: tiger was, the tiger wasn't even real, right? And there's probably millions of tiger roars clips that they can purchase or whatever. It just it, it it a lot of the movie seemed kind of lazy is basically what I'm trying to get at through um, everything. And I I don't know, again, he's I don't know if it's a a laziness or just like a direction thing. When he was uh, hallucinating or whatever, they made the hallucinations all underwater. Yeah, he was looking under the water so that all the animations could be like real wavy and not defined and whatnot. And I would have liked to see the hallucinations like come out of the water and like be... Not, maybe not crystal clear, but, like, clearer than the waviness under the water. I, again, I don't know if that was, like, a choice or just laziness. We don't have to fully animate them if we're they're underwater. We can just, like, make some lines and be like, look, he's hallucinating, right? So, yeah, overall, I think the movie was pretty lazily done. The story was fine, whether you use the laziness as a reasoning for which uh, story was real or not is is up to you I suppose but uh, yeah I, I I don't I think the book didn't have like a a way it leaned as to which was true or not I think it was like more ambiguous because uh, if no- you think about it
2: uh sorry go ahead no, I'm, I'm reading the uh, Wikipedia article right now, and the part three of the book actually is pretty dead-on to what uh, Pai told um, to uh, the editor. I, can't, I don't know if his name was actually ever said. Uh, but it says... Duh, duh, duh. So yeah, the third part of the novel describes a conversation between Pai and two officials from the Japanese Ministry of Transport who were conducting an inquiry into the shipwreck they made him in the hospital in Mexico, Blah uh, he tells them the tale but the officials reject it as unbelievable uh, that Pai then offers him a second story in which he is adrift on a lifeboat off of zoo animals, but with the ship's cook, Taiwanese sailor with a broken leg and his own mother. Um, The cook amputates the sailor's leg for use as fishing bait, then kills the sailor himself, as well as Pai's mother for food, and then soon he is killed by Pai who dines on him. Um, So instead of um, it being an editor that he's talking to for it, um, it's just the, the Japanese guys. And he actually yeah. asked them like, "Which story would you guys choose?" And they choose the one, the the one with the animals. And Pi thanks yeah. and says, uh, "And so it goes with God."
1: Yeah. Okay. So it, like I said, it's been like sixteen years or something since I read that book, so I probably, I'm definitely wrong on that one, but yeah. Uh, which makes and and the 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 speed in which he told that story, uh, at least in the movie. Again, I don't know the time frame in the book. Uh, also makes you lean to believe that's the true story because he didn't come across as like a storyteller. His character didn't anyways before that. So when they ask him for a new story that's more believable, for him to just make up that, unless he was just using the animals and just like, well, I guess this one's going to be this person, this one's going to be this person, seems to me to lean more towards it was not real, like the tiger wasn't there. Also, more evidence towards that was a tiger jumping around on a lifeboat would probably capsize that motherfucker. So. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I thought that originally, too. But then throughout the movie, you can see the sides. And that lifeboat is actually made apparently for 30 people.
1: Yeah, but if a, usually it doesn't really matter the size of the Well, obviously, if you get to like Titanic, it matters. But like a lifeboat, if a person a uh, fucking orangutan and a tiger are all on the same side of the lifeboat no one's on the other side, it's probably gonna tip, right? Like, that's like 500 pounds on one side of a boat. That's true.
2: Although, I don't know shit about boats and buoyancy.
1: Yeah. Generally speaking, if you load it all on one side, that shit's going over. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> well, given my experience with boats and, and putting too much weight on one side, <laughs> it never fucking ends well. Um... But you never really get to see the whole boat. Like, every time there's more, or, like, there's, it's showing, uh, I guess, like, a, a side shot when it's in the water, it doesn't look like there's that much more. But when he rolled up on shore, the boat looked like there was a fuck ton more yeah. still stuck in the water. It's like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, he kept going in for supplies after supplies that were just underneath the floorboards, and I don't know how deep that went.
0: Yeah. And you never yeah. really
2: got to see more of it, like, even after he took off the floorboards uh, to make his raft. He never really got back in the boat except to cuddle up to, Mitch, uh, to Richard Parker when they were both. Uh... How did you put it, Zach? How did, what did you call him again? Who? Uh,
0: R- Dick uh, oh, Pi? Dick
2: Parker? No, Pi. What did you say it looked like again?
0: What did I say he looked like? Oh, the Ethiopian? Oh, yeah. Oops. He yeah. was <laughs> it, it real dark, okay? There's a lot of tan <laughs> going on there.
2: Just trying to take the heat off from of that penguin rape
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your fault. We don't no. have females listening. Oh, man. No. Okay, so here's the thing. We make some jokes while watching the movie so that we don't make the inappropriate jokes on here. Because I don't want our one viewer to cancel us.
1: I was going to play a radio. Are you saying...
0: On. Yeah. They have all
2: Are you guys.
1: saying part of our one viewer was female and 30% of that part of the one viewer left last time?
2: I think so. They had multiple Shit. personalities, and the multiple personalities killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they no longer exist.
1: Um, I guess I'll give my thoughts on the movie. Hold go. on, before you go, I got one more criticism. Okay. <laughs> During the storm that apparently capsized this fucking freighter ship. He, like, jumps out of the boat or whatever because of Richard Parker. There is waves that are, like, fucking 50 feet tall. He is no longer in the boat, not connected to it whatsoever. The waves would wash that him and that boat so far away from each other so fucking fast, there's no way he'd be able to climb back into that bitch. And he's just like, well, I went underwater for a while, saw a giant ship sink, saw some sharks, and I'm just going to go back to the boat that apparently hasn't moved. Because of God, yeah, Yeah. it's
0: God's plan. All God's plan. Well, sorry, thirty-three million and two. This movie had a runtime of one hundred twenty-seven minutes. Yeah. Oh, does that mean anything? Yeah, this movie called One Hundred Twenty-Seven Hours.
2: Yeah, I've never seen it.
0: What? What? You never seen that? No. It's Jan Franco, bro.
2: Yeah, James Franco's stuck to a rock. I'm not like James Franco's not stuck to dude. a rock? He's stuck with a rock or yeah.
0: by the rock. Yeah. He's pinched in. I know Yeah, ja- James Franco is pretty sure a rapist. Oh, we're back on it. How do we always just get
2: to this? <laughs> what was your thing that with That's society. Rape? I had a valid thing like to link it to that because penguins <laughs> rape the shit in a lot of things. Yeah.
0: When the dolphins came, I got real worried for them.
2: They're not pufferfish or turtle. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Dolphins still rape. Yeah, they do. That's uh, so what I said. Okay, I said next week stone.
2: we're going to do a podcast exclusively on rape in the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of our system, man. Ducks. Oh, yeah. Ducks are... Corkscrew cock. I'd say one of the biggest rapists in the animal kingdom. Um are quite small. What? Ducks dicks are huge, dude.
1: No, I'm saying ducks in general. Are
2: oh, cool. yeah, but I mean, well, compared to humans, <laughs> a lot of things are small.
1: <laughs> ducks are huge. They're, like, fucking the length of the body, bro.
2: And ducks, uh, female ducks, had to evolve uh, because they got raped so much, so now they have fake vaginas. Yeah. Like a decoy pussy. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> it may be offensive, <laughs> but it's not wrong. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and just disagree with everything that you said <laughs> um, okay. I I really okay not everything because I will give it to you a lot of the animations are are subpar um, I'd say the beginning third of the movie uh, the animations were trash um, but the rest of the the second two-thirds of the movie I thought that the animations were were very well done um, we just
1: got used to it
2: <laughs> no I, I think it was very well done Um I think the reason the animations in the beginning weren't as good is maybe because they focused on Richard Parker um, throughout the the middle of the movie. Because a lot of that is just, well actually, all of it is pretty much CGI. Um, So they needed that to be, like, spot on. Whereas the rest of it's like, oh, yeah, it's just a bird in the title. We don't really need to put a whole lot of effort into it. Like, don't put shading into it. Um, as for the elephant, it, it might as well just put like drag a fucking JPEG across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to disagree with the uh, uh, when he was tripping out and looking at the ocean. Like, I didn't think that that animation was bad. I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah. Given it did look like it was underwater, but that's just because he was looking down into the water, uh, and it was sort of going through like a cycle of like, the layers of the ocean, like, going through all the creatures there, and then into the abyss of the unknown, where you get to watch a sperm whale and a giant octopus, not octopus, Spurs. squid, gi- yeah, giant squid, fight for four seconds and then turn into all the animals that died on the ship and a couple jellyfish. <laughs> um, I did have some issues with the way he handled his situation. Um, like, leaving, or like, taking all those supplies and putting them on the fucking, the rafty belt. Not a good idea. Uh, you should have learned that from the time you got thrown around in the first three storms. <laughs> um, I, I get the thought process because, I mean, hey, there's a tiger on the boat, but I would rather like, just huck a piece of fish on the other side of the boat and then quickly grab a couple cans of water and some food than, like, I wonder if a rogue wave is just going to spill over and take all my supplies with it.
0: Yeah. Plus the packages were all sealed, so, like, the tiger's not going to get into it because he can't smell it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, even if he could smell it, he hadn't got into it so far. And they've been out there for, at that point in the film, I think, like, over 30 days. Yeah. Um. The, the first time I watched it, <laughs> the first time I tried to watch this movie, I should say, I uh, I was very, very stoned. And I actually had to stop it around the part where they were, uh, uh, the boat was going down because it was way too fucking intense for me. Uh, okay. I didn't have such a visceral reaction this time, thank God. <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. I I thought it was very well done. Like the 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 directing of the movie, I thought was very well done. The actors themselves, fucking phenomenal. Um, well, the two main actors, I say Pi, the two guys that played Pi, were fantastic. Everyone else was kind of. Um, the... I'd say the the third best actor was Mama G.
0: Yeah. Just standing there, chest... Oh, he's a swole motherfucker. than a goddamn Ford Ranger. (laughs) Whose fucking kink is it to just swim in every pool? Like, you know what I want to... He's got a piss kink.
2: For sure. He's a swimmer. He's got a swimmer's body. I like swimming, bro. What's wrong with visiting pools? That's a hobby. You buy video games and don't play them, he swims in pools.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I fully... Image or er, imagined when he was describing how his uncle was born, and just fucking the doctor just winging a baby around trying yeah. to get water out of the lungs. It was way more animated in my head, and it was like I wanted, like I want, I don't want to hurt a baby, but if I could see that well, in real life, it would be amusing. Like I probably, I probably stifle a after. couple videos in the dark right?
2: We get we, we may get rated by the FBI but <laughs> You can at least see it. The only bad part is it's going to be an actual human being doing that to a a real baby.
0: yeah,
2: like this isn't just yeah, a, like a, a snuff film some kid made in college. Dude, oh, this is my Kubrick masterpiece. No, this is Paul down the street meeting his own baby. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it sounds way worse now. It's funnier in my head. I'll just keep it in my head.
2: Yeah, because most people are like, haha, I want to watch a funny video like that. And then I'm just like, well, you know, the, the problem, someone has definitely done that. Yeah. And someone else is probably like, you know, we should get that on film next time. <laughs> <laughs> next Right. <time. laughs> <laughs> and then she's just like, well, I got another girl pregnant. and She has birthed next week. So, yeah. so you her.
1: know, we need another kid. <laughs> We're putting it on the YouTube.
0: No babies were harmed in the filming of this podcast. <laughs> uh, <okay.
1: laughs>
2: that you know of. You fuck about you, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think back to all the points that Jeff was, was saying. Um,
1: uh, the ship and the ship not actually moving because it was like the camera was bolted onto it, but the actor was acting like it was being thrown around. Them.
2: Yeah, that's that. I mean, you can't really do much about it because it you don't really want to film on location. <laughs> That's not very smart. Um, so they had to film that in a, basically a giant pool. Um,
1: I mean, JPEG some ship movement in there, come on.
2: Yeah, that that I thought, I, I felt, that was one of the only times I felt genuinely bad in the movie because um, every time I've watched it by myself, my first thought was like, don't shoot it up. I'm shooting it like, at them as far th- towards them as i can get i'm shooting that flare that makes more sense to me than just shooting it straight up. yeah because sound doesn't travel as well as light so just shoot it as close as you can to it so it's closer and they might hear the bang um zach was saying that he was just wasting his resources which in the beginning i disagreed because you could still you could see the ship it was fairly close they might hear it like Try it. This is the first ship I've seen in like over forty days, and I'm with a tiger. But when it's nighttime and this ship has been gone for fucking hours, and he just shoots off another flare, nah, that you're wasting your <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, that's the like slow loss of sanity, right?
0: Yeah. Man, the uh, I think one of the main differences. I don't know, I. The way the uh, the film was done I think with the animals you're expecting more like I, I separate the two things so you're expecting more CGI and to me CGI is more like supposed to be more realistic whereas when he was hallucinating this is just like a like a compromise between you two there was hallucinating that was more animation like the the style it wasn't like meant to be real yeah so i think that's where it it turns out well if you look at it through an animation sense and not like a cgi sense
2: yeah i get what you're saying because they're not trying to like portray realism they're not like hey there's a zebra right there it's like this kid hasn't eaten in weeks probably the last thing he drank was his own piss that is comprised of his own piss yeah (laughs) um and he's like he's no rational thoughts are going on behind that brain uh, so that yeah, that definitely explains it more. But I didn't, I didn't have a problem with like uh, as many problems I uh, see as Jeff with the animation and yeah. stuff like
0: that. Later, yeah, the later on parts of the film. And and just so so we know this uh the reason why this film was on uh our list of Academy Award winners, because it won the award for visual effects. Ha! <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs>
1: Um, did you just almost? we watched we watched a whole bunch of movies that have won awards that doesn't mean they're any good
2: that is fair I think this one has won the most awards out of everyone on the list though I think it's got like four Oscars at least yeah Uh, Yeah, Oscar winner for directing for cinematography for music written for motion pictures original score uh, visual effects
1: again as soon as you say like music and whatnot I instantly go what was the music in this movie I I don't recall a single thing of music
2: in this movie. Yeah, it, this one wasn't so much as uh, like that, actual fat songs, lady,
0: you know, what? ticking along while the girls were dancing. And He was just
2: that wasn't music. That was her having she has Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Oh no, this one it's it's not so much as like music in the sense of like oh I hear a song I recognize. It was more of. Uh, along the lines of, like, Lord of the Rings, where it's just in the background to help you sort of gauge, uh, like, or to help you feel in the moment with the scene. Um, I notice the music quite a bit, but this is, like, my, I'd say, seventh seventh or eighth time watching this movie. Um, So it's it's not something that you're going to notice unless you're specifically looking for it. Because it's more of just, like, it's supposed to be in the background. You're not supposed to notice as, as much. Um, it's the same way with uh, the cinematography. Like, a lot of the times... Uh, although, I mean, they didn't do it 100% to satisfaction is the uh, the transfer of the screens. So going from, like, full screen to,
0: to widescreen to
2: whatever the other one is. 4.3.
0: 4, yeah,
2: 4.3. They didn't switch I those bet. cleanly. No, they didn't. I found that... Instead of doing like a transitional shot. That I understand. I'll get I to, that. I'll get to yeah. that in a minute. Um, but they would just. Jump cut. And then the screen would change. Instead of like doing a pan shot. And have the screen slowly zoom in. To what, where you want it. Which has been done in so many other movies. And it works so much better. Um, the picture that Zach pulled up. Is uh, when the flying fish were coming at you. Um, and they lowered it to like the widescreen. Uh, the reason they did that. And I don't, the, I, they should have set it up better. Like, they should have transferred in, like, do a pan shot from Pie in the Boat, and then slowly shrink the screen like that. But the reason they put that in was because some of the fish actually go over the borders into the black, and it's supposed to help you feel like they're actually coming at you.
0: Oh, it's almost like a 3D effect. Yeah, like, I don't know. Is this
2: made-for-3D movie? I don't know. Um, oh, I'll ask Zach to look that up since he's on his computer. Um, I think it might have been offered in 3D, because this was around the, what, it was 2012, yeah. so this was around the time when like 3D movies were all the hype and people were specifically putting certain things in their movies that would only work for 3D. Um, actually, yeah, this was around the time which, if you think about it now, when was the last time you heard about someone buying or using a 3D television?
0: Yeah, I don't think they exist really anymore. Yeah, but
2: back in like 2012, they were all the
0: rage. It was like a yeah. hot new thing. I mean, they, I, yeah, I think Avatar came out like two years prior. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So it was it was purely just like let's get on the hype train while well, it's it's the getting's good. Um. So yeah, some stuff like that. Uh, they could have done better. Um, like yeah, I don't like it when they just jump cuts into it because it's very abrupt and it makes you notice it. Like I know you pointed it out a few times, Zach, and I noticed it uh i'd say almost every time um it, it could have been done a lot smoother um, but everything else i thought like some of their transitions were actually ridiculous i wrote down a few of them um one of my favorite ones actually was when uh Mama G was swimming in the pool when he like first dove in it showed him swimming underwater but it still showed like the top view of the pool and then it slowly transitioned into that, yeah. and it slowly transitioned out afterwards, which I thought was very well done. And then the very first time Pie started telling the story, um, I, I really liked how everything faded in order, almost order, uh, of what was like in the background, and foreground, like the kitchen faded out, and then the counter, and then the table in front of him, and then Pie himself faded out into the actual story. Yeah. Um. Another thing I enjoyed was the uh, the narration. I didn't. I should have done this. I'm only thinking about it now that I've already finished watching it. Um, but I, I didn't notice when uh, the older version of Ply stopped narrating and just let the story happen. I think the only time I actually realized it was when I was like, wait a second, I haven't heard the older version of him talk in a while, and then like two minutes later, he starts talking again.
0: Yeah. Uh, it does look like this movie did come out in 3D. Okay. So that could explain and they just, when you, because you design a movie a certain way and like there are 3D cameras that film the movie so that they can be in 3D. Yeah. Um, and back then they probably just didn't properly do the transitions either to move it, like have it separate so it wasn't 3D to move it to the, or to home release or they were just adding in those odd transitions like throughout like that one would have been cooler if you could still do the 3d part but just have it shrink in as the fish was like either jumping out yeah. or when the fish finally gets out of the water wide go full screen like mm-hmm. come out of the widescreen. but yeah the those those things pissed me off because i was just like i was get i'm in the movie and when i get into a movie and i'm fully focused i'm looking at everything i'm watching everything and then when something like that happens it pulls you out for a second. And so it, it's a, it doesn't ruin the movie itself, but it takes you out of whatever moment you're supposed My to be mercy. in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, unless it's done well. When it just all of a sudden, the scene just changes, you're like, okay, like you, you're looking at your remotes. You're like, what the fuck did I just hit? Like, <laughs> Like, what's going on? Did I change the setting just randomly? And so that part was kind of annoying, but then... I think it only happened a few times where it was, like, real bad. Yeah. And it was just when the fish were coming in, and then uh, I think when he sees the boat, it goes to that 4-3 ra- ratio. But, yeah, it was real fucking annoying. Yeah. Only, like,
2: only a couple of transitions, like those was I had issues with. Everything else I thought was very well done. Um, My favorite shots, some of my favorite shots were the ones when he was actually in the boat on the water with the ones that actually I don't think the ones that I like Jeff would not like um, cuz I definitely agree with with you Jeff on that like you can tell the camera's mounted somewhere and the boat is not actually moving as much as the actor is portraying but the still shots like when the water's still uh so you can't definitely tell that they're in a fucking big ass pool those shots are some of my favorite because you can't even tell where the animation is on, on a lot of them. Um, like, uh, I think it was when he was writing the message in the can. Like that, just the stillness of the ocean yeah, was uh, amazingly done. And then when he actually throws the can, which I that is a point I don't fucking like. Like, there's no current whatsoever, why are you throwing the can now? Yeah. <laughs> i get it you want to get your message out there but it's you can still see it and in an hour you're still gonna be able to fucking see it
0: also wait for a current and then just place the can in the water because you've already got sharks circling randomly yeah now sharks notice vibrations and stuff in the water and so you huck that can sharks eat everything sharks gonna eat that can and then where's your when are they gonna get your uh when, your message. When
2: the fishermen catch the shark and gut it, and they're like, what the hell is this can doing in here? And then they throw it away because I'm not going to fucking open up a can that was in a shark's belly. Yeah. So that's why he didn't get rescued.
1: Ooh, lunch. <laughs> um,
2: oh, the shark the can. <laughs> so, I hope it's Campbell's soup. Oh, it's just a note from an Indian kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed the. Uh, I wrote them as Krishna comic books. Um, but the way that... I don't know if this is an actual thing or not. I really hope it is. But they turned their religion into a comic book. To like try and help kids actually stay active and like learn about it. Instead of just like, hey, read this 60,000 page book. No, yeah. I want to do that. Hey, do you want to read a comic book about Krishna?
0: Uh, why isn't it in my hands, you fuck? Yeah. but the pages... Is- thin as paper and just cut your finger and then you bleed on the page and then it just rips i'll talk about the bible sacrifice to the gods no
2: you're telling me you wouldn't bleed for jesus nope you're gonna bleed for
1: something go here <laughs> what are
0: you gonna say jeff
1: uh i do believe that there is um uh Comic books that portray certain stories of different religions and whatnot. I think it's amazing, yeah. honestly.
2: It's fucking ingenious. Yeah. Because, like, if I was offered a comic book about Jesus as a child, I would probably be religious now.
0: Yeah. Well, well no,
2: not after 2020, because I genuinely don't know how anyone can believe in a
0: god after that. Um, well, yeah, Marvel and DC both use gods. Uh, throughout their stories. DC, I think, focuses more on uh, Roman and Greek uh, mythology. Uh, Stan Lee actually chose Thor and Odin in and the, the Norse mythology because he said there he was looking at wanting to put gods in the story because you have all these, these super beings, so now you need something, you need to go that step up. And so he's like, I'll go for gods. And he's like, oh, like... the the Roman gods have already been done the the Greek gods, everyone knows the Greek gods. And he's like, then I looked at Norse and Norse mythology and like not very many people know it, even though like our days of the week are based off of Norse mythology. Um, and then that's why he went with Thor and Odin and and Loki and and all that stuff throughout his comic books So it's, it's awesome to see and it gets you interested. Um, and then even if you are interested in that stuff, it's it's great to see, like, your characters that you read about come come to life. And it would be, like, a great way. Like, it would be way easier to get kids to love Jesus, to give them comic books instead of the priest cock.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, that's not really – that's the priest's discretion. It's not really yeah. the parents. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's your turn, Jimmy. You know, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Take your pants off. Get it. in the – Go confess. Oh. And then he walks in. And he's like, "Forgive me, Daddy, for I have sinned." <laughs>
0: confess deeper, my son.
2: <laughs> Confessing so deep, Father. <laughs> and now we just lost our only Catholic. We're yeah, unlucky.
0: <laughs> that would have happened. Fuck you pricey. and your whole church full of boy fuckers. Yeah.
2: You want to come after me, Catholic Church? Do it. Yeah. You're on enough fire right now. Yeah. Big yikes. Um, I really enjoyed how Mama G just didn't give a fuck about kids. Yeah. <laughs> you want to learn how to swim? Here, I'll teach you. I'm going to chuck you in the pool. And then right as you're on the cusp of drowning, I'm going to pick you out of the pool and teach you that uh, a mouthful of water won't kill you, but panic will, and then throw you back in the pool. <laughs> do you know what you learned? Yeah, don't breathe in water. Thanks, Mama G. How do I swim? How do I like stay above the water? How do I survive? Although he was just preparing him because he did get yelled at a couple more times um, when he was trying to, like, get someone to go help his parents while the ship was going down. Um, <laughs> they just, like, hu- tried to huck him onto the, the lifeboat and ended up almost throwing him into the vicious sea. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cracked me up. I thought that was hilarious.
0: I like when he chucked the, uh, uh, the life jacket to, uh, to orange juice, the orangutan. Yeah, I and don't know. Orange want... juice is just like oh, like what do I do with this? Or why you just throw this at me? I can't eat it. I'll just flick it around and huck it on the ground. This is not banana.
2: Um <laughs> one of my notes. Uh this is the be- the start of a bad joke. An Indian boy and orangutan and a zebra on a boat in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> the one after that is this motherfucker's taunting the gods again after they sank his family and their fortune. Which that I didn't understand. Okay, so you wanna you wanna experience God's love. Yeah. So you hear a storm and you want to go see it. That I understand. I will watch a storm all the, every day of the week. That's fun for me. But I will not walk into the storm and dance at the gods and tell them to bring it on, and give me more, while in the middle of the ocean. That seems nonsensical to me. Yeah, yeah. So that's you're Taunt the, the Beast. Yeah, that's the first time he taunted, um, and his family died. Good job. Second time he taunted, uh, which I'm actually thinking now, it might not have been a taunt, he might have just been going crazy roleplay with the zookeeper thing. Um, But it was like, he was first trying to train Richard Parker by turning the boat and shit. Um, And he was like just shouting at the gods, uh, trying to give him a show. And then a storm happened. And then the third time is when a storm was already happening, and he's like, thank you, bring it on, give me more. Uh, and then he was like, Richard Parker, you need to experience this. So he starts ripping off the tarp that's covering Richard Parker and all of his dry supplies. <laughs> and then he gets mad at the gods. Why are you scaring him? Bruh, it's a fucking thunderstorm. Animals are usually scared of big, loud noises. They don't know what are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in short, just don't don't taunt the gods. It just... If, From this movie alone, it has not gone well. The only way to get in the gods' favor is by uh, telling them that you're ready to die. And then they taunt you by going, hey, here's a magical island full of meerkats and delicious roots. (laughs) Just look like pink cucumbers. Um, Except they fucking prank you again because the island is carnivorous. Did
1: you see that the island was shaped like a woman?
2: Yeah, yeah. So. I was trying to figure out which god that was. I didn't know if it was the one that's like floating on the oh. infinite river of the cosmos. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's yeah, it's Vishnu.
1: Vishnu. Yeah. We are Vishnu's I, dreams. I thought it was his mother, uh, because of how he said that. Eventually, he he told the story of throwing it overboard, but the. Um, The island was full of meerkats, which when you were zoomed way out, looked vaguely like maggots. And the pool was in the stomach, the pool of acid was in the stomach area of the island. Uh, I assumed it was like his, um, his way of explaining that he eventually ate his mother, even though at first he didn't want to. And it took long enough for him to get hungry enough that uh, she had maggots and whatnot in her when he eventually ate her, because he just, like you said, he just pulled up a t- random fucking root, right, and didn't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Although, well, first I think it was, it was supposed to be seaweed that he was munching on, and then he's like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna go for the root now, because if I can't eat the dirt,
0: <laughs> the tree's gotta be somewhat edible. Um, that we even know? Like, he's, this kid's just fucking shoveling shit in his mouth. I Wouldn't you, though? I mean, like, you're that fish honestly to be to be completely honest it would be tough to get down just because of the texture
2: i eat fucking raw fish all the time i love sushi
0: yeah but that's like it's prepped in a certain way like you get one wrong bite and like there was there's some liver and shit in there i don't think he got those
2: things no he's a vegetarian he doesn't understand how to clean the animals um i i don't think so um I think what would happen in my case would be I would eat way too much and fucking puke. Or my stomach would burst and I'd die. And then I'd yeah. get eaten by Dick Parker.
0: <laughs> Man, that guy should have named that tiger something else. He did. He, he called it thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the hunter. No. The hunter was yeah. Dick Parker.
2: And then they thought it was funny. So they're just like, ha we'll we'll name our tiger Richard Parker. Um, what I was trying to look up earlier, when you said the tiger raped the hyena, <laughs> I was trying to look up the gender of the tiger. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find anything. And then I looked up, how do you sex a tiger? And I found a lot of stuff I wish I'd never seen in Um, <laughs> uh,
0: oh, I got the, uh, the one thing that, that probably bothered everyone. No. Um, the goat getting through the bars. Yeah. After the tiger, yeah. yeah, and the tiger just walks away, and I'm like, "You just tied that goat, like on the inside or on the outside?" And the tigers on the inside, and there's like,
2: was it a male or female goat? Did it have horns? Both have horns. Uh, okay. Did this one specifically was it old enough to have horns? I know they don't have like an, huge. It was horns.
1: an adult goat, so I'm so.
2: Okay. Yeah. Then I'm real mad. <laughs> like everything except for the horns. I could I could figure out in my mind I could justify it in some way. Like, oh tigers are hella strong. You just crush the, the fuck out of it. But you're not getting the head with the horns through the bars. And there was not a drop of fucking blood.
1: Yeah, that whole scene when he was tying it up on the wrong side of the gate, I'm like, why are you tying it, tying it before you lift the gate? And then they never lifted the gate and then the tiger just walked away. I'm like the fuck happened here? Yeah, I don't
2: know. I think Hollywood. Hollywood magic. Um oh, now that I'm thinking, um I think the tiger may have just like looked funny because it was a young tiger. Cuz like he was still a, he was 12 years old at that point. So I, I think at the point when he was in the ocean he was about 16. Yeah. 15 or 16. So it, it was a fairly juvenile tiger at that point. Maybe that's why the head looked big.
1: Look up pictures of young tigers. They're not they're not bobbleheads. When uh the um, tiger and him were looking into the ocean, he was starting to hallucinate. Did you see the fucking eyes on uh, Richard Parker in that scene?
0: Oh, he was ripped out of his skull. He was, he so was high. stoned
1: as fuck. <laughs> his eyes were so big, he's like, Oh my god.
0: I was waiting for him to start talking. I feel like this whole movie. Once it got to a certain point, I'm like, "He's gonna fucking speak. I know it." And then the scene change happened, and it just ruined my immersion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, this was a it was a decent movie. It was a good watch. I'd watch it. Uh, I'd probably watch it again. I actually wouldn't. I wouldn't mind testing it out doing this whole with being stoned and doing that.
1: You choose this one that's got one trippy scene. Come on, one <laughs> trippy no. scene. Are you fucking <laughs> with me?
0: It's more the the intensity of the the certain scenes, like like having the boat. I don't like like I wouldn't watch Fantasia or anything. Actually, I probably would watch Fantasia. I, I I watched that shit sober. I don't know. There was a month when I was like in my teens where I would watch it at least five times a week. I don't know why. I think it's Fantasia, Fantasia 2000, yeah. What hell's wrong, you? I don't know. There was just something I about never that movie. heard of this movie.
1: Oh, my God. It's got, yeah, like, I Mickey it. Mouse and shit in it. Hell, yeah. yeah. It's Fantasia, oh, bro. Yeah. I don't know what Fantasia is.
0: You, you don't so need it. You have to experience. You can't know Fantasia.
1: You
2: have to... You You need need to, have to feel Fantasia. You
0: need to live. I Fantasia. have never have experienced
1: yeah. Fantasia.
0: Well, you've never experienced life, apparently. That's why I hate it. Five Sunday. times a week.
2: <laughs> Twice on Sundays. Yeah.
0: I liked how like we're coming up on the almost the hour mark, but I enjoyed how uh, pissing, uh, otherwise known as pie. I loved his nickname, by the way. That was fantastic. But his description of not worshiping gods but meeting gods i like that like when you find like a new god because that way it doesn't seem like it's like no this is like this is it this is my only god this is my god you're just like no you just you meet another one and expand your knowledge that way that i thought was a cool way to do it because it's not a it's not like a worship sense it's more of a understanding sense like you you're learning about something else in this world which is kind of neat
2: what's something i choose not to do
0: what meet gods
2: no learn about the world oh okay i have a bubble and i will not leave it and you want to come into my bubble and make me learn things I'll come in your bubble don't i <laughs> i regret saying those words you
0: you go you meet gods like different ways where it's a technology age so Uh, Christian Mingle, J-Date.
2: Jesus tweeted at me.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He said, hey, you're sinning. I'm like, hell yeah, bro. And then I tweeted Satan into the conversation. He's like, hey, man, how am I doing? He's like, you're doing so good. Fuck you, Jesus. (laughs) Hashtag, fuck you, Jesus. (laughs) And then Jesus said, Oh, come on, man. I (laughs) died for your sins. I was like, yeah. So I'm doing a lot of them. Yeah. I want you to have died for nothing. Yeah. Hashtag winning.
0: This bitch over here isn't even putting out. Not even doing no premarital. I never. Premarital.
2: I never do premarital hold hand, uh, hand holding. That's gay. Extremely.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we'll get uh, we get our ratings in. Um, got a feeling just based on how this podcast but has gone. The... Uh, we're gonna have, a we're gonna have some highs and some lows in the rating category. By you
1: some, have... you mean one? A <laughs> low.
0: Wrong <laughs> opinion.
1: Man, Jordan, why are you gonna bring <laughs> us down like that? Come on.
2: I will show you your insights. Just, right?
0: Just, just shits on the movie entirely. Yeah, I'll give it a nine.
2: What? <laughs> I just don't, like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's no two ways about it. I'm not arguing here. I'm just saying you're stupid. No. <laughs> you need to re-watch the movie because I don't think you actually watched this movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: you watched, watched Tigers Aren't Afraid Again. Just...
1: <laughs> I, I watched was The Pie of Life. Piece
0: of shit. <laughs> the Pie I of g- Life. Apple. It was delicious. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it depends. Bumptious Apple Pie it was... Phenomenal. What do you think I'm referring
2: to when I refer to apple pie? You think I'm
0: talking about store-bought in a fucking cardboard box? No, I know you're not talking about that because you can't (laughs) eat that.
2: I can't eat it. It's just my body hates me afterwards (laughs) and makes me (sighs) poop liquid. And sneeze. Yeah, but that's only because palm oil is in everything. Yeah. Hey, speaking of palm oil, uh, did you know, I believe it was, I want to say China? Um, just, uh, you, you used a, uh, they started a new palm oil farm on, uh, an orangutan, uh, habitat. That was India. It was India? Yeah. Shit.
0: Wiped out. Well, they have replaced, like, a bunch of trees with palm trees, like, palm oil trees, and just ruined the orangutan population in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It the orangutan sense? rang sounds male. Rang calling hey,
0: night no. in the Borneo hey, We're supposed to get some ratings, Jeff. Let's start with your low ass.
1: Four oh, and a half. Yeah, because it's falls.
0: that's higher than I thought you would go.
1: It's like the story's okay and whatnot, but there's so many like weird inconsistencies and stupid shit in it that just ruins the movie for me. So it's so close to being one that I'd be like, yeah, I'll rewatch that. That's fine, but it's just not there. I would probably look for something else or just change the channel if it came on TV. So, four and a half.
0: God damn, I'm so nervous for when we review our next topic. He's gonna shit all over it. I'm gonna get so mad.
2: Yeah, but at least <laughs> next time like, we can just ruin his life. Because, oh, you don't like the movie because he's autistic? <laughs> you right? make him look like a oh, so the idea. next he's movie. Zach?
1: You mean the next movie, Zach, or do you mean the next category? Both. Okay.
2: That to do
1: all it, the dude. fucking oh. movies.
2: Why would you? Okay. I don't know why you put it up there. I would just have next genre, and then they have that whole thing as the. Because I thought it was like next genre, and then just <laughs> you fucking around, no. <laughs> scribbling and shit. All right, Jordan, what's yours? I'm giving this movie a nine. Um, I'd say honestly, this is one of my favorite movies. I, I very much enjoy it. Um. There hasn't been a time where I've turned it off because I didn't like it. Um, there was times where I got way too into it and, and <laughs> had to decompress for a bit before going back. To the movie. Uh, and by decompress, I mean sober up. Um, but but yeah, I, I think th- there's not really a moment in the movie um, where I'm not into it. Yeah. Like a lot of other movies, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to check my phone, play on Reddit for a bit, see what happens. This one, I'm like, I'm watching the entirety of the movie every single time I watch it. Um, minus this time, obviously, because I was taking notes. Yeah. Um, but I I'm definitely
1: checked the clock a couple times while watching this. Thing.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised you even know how to use a clock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you sound like it's idiot. digital, it's just numbers. Yeah, it's
2: oh, I, I like forgot idiot. you counted 12 now.
1: Yeah, yeah good thing 4. it restarts 5. after that.
2: And I'm going to give you 13 reasons why you're wrong about this movie. <laughs> First one, That's if you stuff don't stuff up your stuff. rating, I'm going to kill myself. Okay, 4.51. And I'll send you... Okay, I'm, I'm actually adding... <laughs> <4. laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: I'm giving it an 8. It's a solid 8. Um, the... I I wish for the CGIs and, and animation stuff that either... Uh like stop being a bitch, use a real tiger, put it in the boat with that kid. Uh if he's a real actor, he'll act around it. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> No I there were times where there was a real tiger in the boat. Yeah. Which is, there wasn't also a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when he was uh, all the scenes where he was using the stick to like train it with the fish. Yeah. That was a real tiger the entire time. hmm Because it would but he was never in the shot with the tiger.
0: The same. Yeah. Um But yeah, the, uh, visually, like the certain scenes, like with the jellyfish, um, and then him hallucinating the island and everything like that, it was all really like nicely done and it it kept you entertained. Uh, the little twists, not really twist at the end, but him explaining the two separate stories, just sort of bring it all together to see if this is just a, a coping mechanism or not. Um. And then just having that actor just telling stories is he's just had the the perfect voice for it. And you, you just felt engaged whenever he was speaking. Both. He was entertaining and wise at the same time. You're just like, Holy shit. So yeah, I'll be having a solid eight for this one. Do you,
1: do you think your guys is, I'm not saying necessarily with this one, but I, do you think your guys ratings and whatnot and pre-consumption or pre, it's a pre-consumption, no pre- assumptions of a movie are affected by the actors in it uh, like not 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 how they do because obviously that affects what you think of a movie but just like if their names in it you instantly give it like plus one
2: no
0: no not for no no because they're they're. i've seen great actors do horrible jobs so i i attribute like the the acting like like complimenting this guy on the acting in this movie and the storytelling, like in general, in his movies where he does storytelling, it, it's great. But the way the storytelling and everything happened in this movie, I usually just attribute actors to the movie that that we're currently reviewing, not their past performances and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, I uh, I'm pretty much the same. Like uh, th- there are instances where I um I will there. There's instances where I'll negatively. Uh, I'm trying to word this properly, and I can't do it. Um, some movies that have certain actors or actresses that I don't like, I will automatically have a bias towards, um, but, uh, it's not the opposite way, it's not like, oh, this actor's in the movie, like, it's gotta be fucking good. Um, an example of that is The Dark Tower. I love Idris Elba, I think he's a fantastic
0: actor. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey too.
2: Yeah, uh another fantastic actor, but, dog shit movie, fucking hate it. Yeah. Um almost 100% because it was nothing like the books. Um, but I think that, like, the the story itself and the writing had so many fucking errors and bottles.
0: Yeah. Um, or passengers. Although, I haven't seen that, that one's movie. 50-50. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten fully through it. I just can't.
2: Yeah. I gotta that back one's, back. like,
0: Chris Pratt's a great actor. I love Chris Pratt. He's good in, in movies. Now, see, the, the other thing in that one is a bias, because I fucking hate Jennifer Lawrence.
2: I think it was... Uh, fuck. Passengers and... Oh, God, I can't remember the name of the movie. I know it's a, a Valerian.
0: Oh, City, uh, city of... Er, uh, yeah, yeah, with uh, know, uh, Cara Delveen.
2: Yeah, so I think if they swapped main actor and actresses in passengers and valerian city of a thousand planets yeah that's what it's called um the movies themselves would have done infinitely better yeah um because like chris pratt and jennifer lawrence they're not really you don't see them in serious roles or in a serious light like when i say chris pratt my first thought um is uh, parks and rec so he yeah. plays a giant fucking moron that's his entire character and that's, that's pretty much how I see him in, in a lot of his roles. So that one, it was kind of meh for me. Um, but I thought, like, my, my first thought was, like, because I watched them almost back-to-back, I think mean, I watched one one day and then the, ne- the other movie the next day. But uh, I think if they swapped, they would have done much, much better. Yeah. Um, especially since, like, the Valerian movie was a little bit, it had a little bit of seriousness to it, but it was a lot more comedy. Um, whereas the other movie was a lot more serious and like just a tad of comedy. Yeah. And I think the, the actors and actresses, this should have been flipped, for sure. Um, but that's just a long-winded way of saying no, Jeff. I don't think my opinion is effective uh, effective yeah. positively um, for actors. Negatively, definitely. Amy Schumer's in the movie? I will not watch it. Nope, not a chance. Um, the only way I'm going to see Amy Schumer is if I'm going to a live show because I've decided to Huckle bottle. On a lifer. Crack joke. I'm not going to kill her. Well, it's a dead show now.
0: Uh, alright, what's the average?
2: Uh, we got 7.17.
0: 7.17. Excellent. Bumped it up, quite a few numbers. Or bumped it down, if you want to look at it that way, with some wrong opinions. But we won't. <laughs> yeah, Jordan! <laughs> Jeff,
2: like I told you, I will show you your inside. <laughs> and I said, please do. I'm not talking about popping that bussy out. I'm talking about showing you your insides. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to just show you the insides. Have you seen X-ray. Jordan, The Cell? You promise. Have you seen The Cell? Uh, no. That's, uh, Asking okay. me
1: if I've seen movies that I wasn't <laughs> taken to in theaters is a bad idea.
2: <laughs> I think you should watch The Cell, Jeff. There's a part in it where uh, this lady's in another guy's dream and then she sees a horse and then it is uh bisected like 12 times
1: oh they did that in um, the cell uh (laughs) they did that in uh uh fuck the hannibal show hannibal killed a person and then cut them in half like super froze them and cut them in half and put them between uh, two like walls of glass, and then cut another half and half. Put that between two pieces of glass, and cut that half and half, and did down until there was like nothing left. So you just got like a whole bunch of slices of a human. Hell that yeah. was pretty cool. So I'm trying to share yeah. that with Discord right now. That show was like had some real good episodes, but real shit episodes too. All right. Apparently, there's a clip of this horse thing on youtube so i'm gonna watch it yeah
0: uh thanks for joining us guys uh next week we will be reviewing rain man starring dustin hoffman where he counts toothpicks real good
1: dustin hoffman yeah for some reason when you say that name i think of a skateboarder no it's
0: tony Hawk.
1: No, the other one from in the nineties. Band Margera. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, socials: Twitter by rail at byrailside, uh, Instagram by the railside. Uh, join us on Twitch Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Um, we'll be live there: twitch.tv/bytherailside. And uh, yeah, just let us know what you guys think of the show. Tweet at us. Uh, you stop in. Uh, comment on Instagram. Or if you want, there's uh, we got a Discord too. You can join in on the Discord. Uh, links are on all the socials and stuff like that. Other than that, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Flip a guys, coin
2: 17 times and
0: you know, give me 20 bucks. Yeah, give him 20 bucks so he can give me 20 bucks.
2: And you'll get a punch.
0: a oh, 20 dollar punch.
2: you better have a lot of money.